Okay, we're live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest. His name is Sam Chaney. Last name is spelled C-H-A-N-E-Y. And he operates the Weaponized News website. You can see that if you're watching this on Rockfin. And uh, we talked, I kind of went through some of my old work with him. I was on, I talked about Global Death Cult and kind of how some of the ideology in that book that I published in 2021, I think is very fitting and applies to the attitudes of some of our leaders today. But I invited Sam on to talk about something. And if you go to his website, the website is weaponizednews.com. You can see some of the interviews he's done on a subject I'm particularly interested in. I've had three friends whose family members died, I think, from some of these death protocols. Actually, four now offhand uh, that I think of. And so Sam knows about that. He's interviewed people about that. So I'm titling this uh, Death Protocols in American Healthcare. And I'm glad to have him on the show. So Sam Cheney, welcome to the show. Hello, William. Thank you very much for the opportunity to spread the word. And like you said, yes, I've been focusing on the uh, hospital protocols. The COVID-19 hospital protocols kill was actually my first my first um, show or report I did about it. And that's reporting from Fresno, California. And I'm part of a medical freedom group. Uh, we're loosely associated. There's like... Uh, no kind of head or organization really it's just people um people that came together from like remnants of the tea party and there's uh, another little group over here called liberty coalition but a, a loose um a loose affiliation of people that don't trust the government and haven't for a long time and this covid hit and we saw the draconian vaccination mandates the draconian lockdowns even before the mandates, the firing of people, the forced uh, PPE, the masks, the the rubber gloves, the hand sanitizer. Everybody knows that story, or you should, unless you've been asleep. And you, I mean, because we all lived through it these last three years now going on. It's going to be the three year anniversary of the official emergency declaration on March 11th. So we could say, three-year anniversary. And so we've lived through all this uh, COVID-19 bioweapon attack and psychological operation against the American people. And so anyway, uh, myself and this group of people came together and we've held many rallies um, against the protocols warning the general public not to take the vaccines, to wake up to what's going on, stop going along with this fear-based, trauma-based mind control program that they're running against us. And so we've been standing out on the corners. We went to City Hall, Fresno City Hall. We've uh, we've been spreading the word, spreading the word, protesting in front of hospitals. The Luckily, thankfully, I don't know anyone uh, in my family or friends directly that has died from COVID, first off, because it's always, did you die with COVID or from COVID? And so thankfully, I'm blessed. I don't know anyone directly firsthand, but I know many people, their friends and family have died due to these hospital protocols. And I didn't even know about it until I went to one of these medical freedom rallies in front of Fresno Community Hospital downtown. And I went there just because um, I knew something was wrong. I knew that. Why do you guys, uh, the county now, 
is the ones who are doing it have these giant uh, construction signs at every entrance in front of the road to this hospital saying COVID-19, no visitors allowed. And I took photos, did a report uh, on that. Actually, uh, while I was doing my report, people from the hospital came out. I have that video somewhere. This is probably a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now. Um, people from the hospital came out wearing their masks and their stupid paper shirt, all their PPE gear, acting like it's the Black Plague. That it, and they could just not believe that I'm standing out there in my T-shirt, um, not, not scared, you know what I mean? And they could not believe that I was out there doing a report and questioning what they're doing there. And they refused to answer any of my questions about why no visitors were allowed. And they just, they acted like, like total different worlds, right? And I tried to very calmly inform them that uh, this is not what you guys are making it out to be. And of course, I'm just ignorant Joe Blow public. And so I I don't know anything compared to these medical doctors, right? And so that's the right. attitude, the ego that these maniacs have. And uh, I don't think we'll ever break through to, to the through the mind control that they have over some of these people. And I think they really are under some type of... Uh, psychosis under mind control they they really are and to actually see these people look in their eyes uh, face to face you know in real life you can get that sense and get that and i got the feeling from them i was a good and they wouldn't get too close to me either they thought maybe i had covid that could kill them even when they had they had the visor the mask the ppe gear i mean it's like a bioweapon just got released and we're at a level four bioweapons lab is how these people were acting. Right. And we're, we're outside the hospital and I'm just asking them questions and they like, wouldn't even get too close to me. Like, I think I took a couple steps toward them and they like backed up. Like, it's like, what you people are nuts, man. And I would do not want healthcare from you. I don't want anybody I know to get healthcare from you because you people are crazy people, man. And so anyway, I took a couple steps toward them so I could get a better uh, microphone on them while I'm asking them questions. And they take step a couple steps back, like, like I'm threatening them just being there. And so very bizarre experience. And that really got me um, awake and aware to, wow, this, it's not just the signs outside. It's the people working in these places, in these hospitals, specifically, specifically Fresno Community Hospital, downtown Fresno, that serves a uh, a large portion of the county here. And uh, that got me really uh, awake and, and asking questions, what is going on? And then people at the rally started telling me about these horrific hospital protocols that are going on about how you can't, uh, no visitors allowed. You, uh, you have to be vaccinated and they're discriminating against people that were not vaccinated. And so uh, I don't know if you want me to get into that. Yeah, let's please. Get into, yeah. Yeah. Let's get into a failed hospital policy. Right. They're following the protocols like robots. And so I've had nurses tell me I'd say nurses are the heroes in all this. There's a lot of brainwashed nurses, but there's a lot of good nurses. And they've been the whistleblowers that have been coming out exposing this. And I've had nurses tell me that during the height, uh, this is, say, the summer of uh of 2020, when we really still didn't know 100% COVID, what was going on? A lot of people were dying. These doctors in these hospitals are scared to death. They would not even go in the rooms 
at a lot of these hospitals. And I've had nurses tell me uh, more than one. And so it's like these doctors are weak cowards. You guys knew what you signed up for could be life and death situations. But yet you'll send the nurse in that room with a COVID infected patient, but you won't go in there yourself. And so my, my opinion of doctors has just gone straight downhill. It was already downhill before this. I hope we can get into the uh, childhood vaccines a little bit later uh, in the show. But, but now it's just, there's very few doctors I have any respect, even as human beings at this point, the way that they've acted and treated us through this fake pandemic. But the hospital protocols are now we're operating on failed hospital policy given to us because they're following the uh, the the prep act, uh, getting funding from the federal government to carry out HHS protocols. Which are uh, if you test positive when you go to the hospital, they're going to automatically put you on remdesivir. They're going to dehydrate you starve you which may not be a bad thing fasting may actually be a good thing in uh pro protocols to treat covid but not but they also dehydrate you they don't they don't give you any food or water and so they dehydrate you they starve you they in some cases actually strap you down to the bed they don't allow visitors and they play the psychological game which i've heard much testimony about from victims. I actually interviewed one woman that was in the hospital because of COVID. She couldn't breathe. She went to the hospital. They put her on the remdesivir. She got one round of it and somehow she survived and got out. But she told the story of how they do this psychological mind control game on you. They gaslight you. That's, that's nurses, according to her experience and doctors, Constantly telling you, if you don't do exactly what we say, you're going to die. And so that's not very good. Wow. <laughs> Bedside manner, as far as I'm concerned. And that's got to be torture to be laying there, not uh, being able to breathe right and trusting your life in these people's hands. And they're constantly telling you, do what we say, or you're going to die. But you know that you don't want to take this from Desivir treatment. And so... Uh, Sam, that's one of the one things that I've learned from 9-11 and COVID is one of the most important levers of psychological control is the fear of death. So somebody, they must have gotten, I've seen some of these documents that are coming out that were kind of uh, charts of how you respond to people who object. And they must have gotten that to all of the hospitals that if somebody objects, threaten them with death. I suspect that that will be the case, that there was some kind of pamphlet they already said, you better do what I tell you or you're going to die. And that's what makes people pliable is a, is a fear of a imminent death or like a surprise death. That's amazing. So they're using techniques on people for sure. And they're telling the families, too. So you're you're there laid up in the hospital, incapacitated, and they're telling your family, we have to do this treatment. We're trying to save their life. And naive family who trust the system they go along with it. They're like, I can't believe that this is actually a eugenics depopulation kill program. And they're doing it right now in America. Right. But they are. And I can understand how people um, have that cognitive dissonance and they trust the system and they haven't done the research and reporting that myself has and, uh, and people in my uh, medical freedom group. And so I can understand that. And they use that do what we say or you're going to die. Well, it turns out uh, a lot of people did do what they said and died. 
Okay. And I've had nurses also report that these doctors, they're not making independent decisions. They're going over to the computer, putting in the uh, symptoms and they get a readout from the computer. This is the protocol you follow and no independent decision-making about the individual situation. Everybody is, um, everybody's the same. And, uh, and that's what I didn't know that. Wow. So they're just getting it spit out. I heard there's some crazy stat that all these doctors now, like they used to be all independent, but they've all been aggregated and centralized in these big hospitals. So there's very, very few independent or solo practitioners. They're all affiliated with these big hospitals and they don't get any choice. They don't get any bedside stuff. Ever since Obamacare, it's consolidated the healthcare system and give us electronic medical records. That's literally the worst thing since uh, Rockefeller started the uh, <laughs> the medical the modern medical system in America has been the Obamacare. Luckily, and then by the way, uh, think old John McCain uh, for killing the repeal of Obamacare in the Senate. It was one vote away, and good old John McCain, the good uh, Republican, he killed it by uh, voting against it, and so we could thank him. And his daughter's still around making noise, I guess, acting like she's some kind of a good conservative American patriot. And so that you can think the dead John McCain for still having Obamacare in place. They repealed the individual mandate uh, federally, but the state of California has reinstated the individual mandate. So you're mandated by the state of California to have health insurance or pay a fine at tax time. Wow. Yeah, that's tyrannical, in my opinion. California, yeah, yeah. they're crazy. forcing us forced, to buy a private uh, insurance yeah. product, just like right. uh, auto insurance. But now that has that has these specific protocols, so you're just going to get top down treatment without any doctor say. It's incredible. Yeah, it is. I, I was shocked when when these nurses are telling me the doctors literally just go to the computer and the computer tells them what to do and they do whatever the computer says, basically robots. So they could have just robots or monkeys. I mean, if monkeys could read a computer screen, I mean, so that it, to me, you get all, you got all this high training, medical degree, all this medical training, and you're literally going to just hand that over to and do whatever a computer says, but then also have the big ego that you know everything and you're the authority on health. It, they're under hardcore mind control. And I've heard a lot of excuses. Well, they're in all this debt. They're, uh, you know, they, they can't, uh, they can't just quit and walk away, blow the whistle, speak out and do the right thing, honor their uh, Hippocratic oath. They just can't do it because they have a family to support and they are in all this debt from medical school. And I'm like, wow, if, if you're really uh, going to just uh, kill people for uh, your own, uh, for your own well-being, for your own to earn a living, then you're then you're an executioner. You're a Nazi. I mean, we've seen this program already play out, and you're no better than a Nazi doctor killing people in World War II. I was just following orders. That's what they're doing. And That's there's another component to this, right, Sam? It's the financial. Like remdesivir is is very expensive, is my understanding. So the the hospital has a financial incentive to apply this. Whereas remdes, I mean hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are like three cents on the dollar or something. Like I don't think they're very expensive. Also, the the hospitals incentivized to give them this particular drug as well, right? 
some of these cases now, if they if they run you through the whole system from testing positive to remdesivir treatment to antibiotics to all these other and there's other drugs too. That's just the main uh, one of focus. If they run you through the whole system all the way from test positive to ventilator to dead, some of these cases, and depending on how long you, they keep you alive until they kill you, which uh, by many accounts is torture, how they're treating patients, you can, they can, these hospitals can earn up to $500,000, half a million dollars per COVID death. Wow, that's incredible. So the incentives are there just to follow orders and go through that. And so at the initial part of this whole COVID in 2020, I can't believe it's been that long. People thought those people were dying from COVID, right? So these are all COVID deaths, not the protocol, but COVID deaths. And the people that I remember, I have Don Jeffrey's brother died. Alex Stein's mother died. I had another friend, Rob Skiba. And the other one was, oh gosh, I can't remember his name right now. But these, all these people, I thought, well, a couple of them, I thought they died from COVID. Uh, Russ Dizdar, I thought they died from COVID. And then I talked to their family. They got put through this pro protocol and died. So one guy went in, I think he was just had a cough. He was dead in 30 days. And his, his wife is writing a book about it. But um, the information's coming out. It's just criminal acts. It's incredible. It's coming out now. We need to follow the money. What was the incentive? Well, they shut down these hospitals to any other uh, treatments. And so everything was COVID. And so that gave these hospitals the incentive. We have to earn income to keep our doors open. And so we're going to follow these protocols. Ethics be damned. Uh, our Hippocratic oath be damned. And I do believe that at in some of these hospitals, the administrators, I mean, I don't know how else to describe it, but sadistic, evil uh, eugenicists. I think some of these, I don't, I'm not saying all, and I don't have any proof of this, but I don't know how else to explain it, but their ideology is eugenics depopulation is the only way. And they've been, they've been doing this way before COVID, but now COVID just like put the pedal on the metal to uh, accelerate and give the massive financial incentive and the liability cover. But it's but now we're seeing in Fresno, as I reported uh, back in uh, September, I think it was of last year, they launched these lawsuits. The, the friends and family of victims of these hospital protocols, the first in the country, uh, 14 uh, lawsuits have been filed. And I'm in the text group with these people and their lawyers. And it's a slow process, but it's uh, it's continuing. And so those lawsuits are going forward against three hospitals in uh, the Fresno Central Valley area. So uh, they want to get compensated for their uh, pain and suffering. But they all they're And I went to a large dinner with all these people. Uh, it was like 50 people, all the friends and family after the press conference that was put on here in Fresno. A quick story about the press conference that announced these lawsuits. It was scheduled for downtown Fresno Veterans Hall. They had it all scheduled, all set up, got the permits, all this stuff, whatever you had to do to uh, book this Veterans Hall in downtown Fresno. A city council man over here named Miguel Arias, a real piece of crap, he uh, called the police on him. And got them kicked out. And so last minute, they had to reschedule the press conference where they had all these uh, they had all these doctors, lawyers, all this, uh, the friends and the family. 
the alternative media, me and some uh, local media, which uh, actually didn't report on it. They went to it. The uh, Channel 26, which is Fox News, I think it's uh, ran by Sinclair Broadcasting here in Fresno, California. Supposedly, they're going to uh, get to the truth of the matter and do investigative reporting where their head anchor, Monty Torres, came and watched this presentation, the press conference, and they did not report on it. So I'm calling out uh, local Fox News here, Channel 26 in Fresno. Where's your reporting on this lawsuit that was launched in Fresno? You, It's kind of a big deal, but uh, they did not report on it after sending their anchor there to see what was going on. So very disappointing. But back to the they, uh, this Fresno City Councilman, called the police, uh, whatever, pulled some strings behind the scenes, got the press conference at the Veterans Hall canceled. So last minute, everybody that organized it is scrambling. And luckily, we had an adventure church over here in Fresno who had, who's been fighting the city over buying the Tower Theater, a whole different story. Um, they were aware of our situation and they opened their doors, thankfully, on that morning. And they actually have a very nice church. And they let us do the press conference there. And so, thankfully, uh, everything worked out. And I think it was actually better because it was very hot here. It was like over 100 degrees at that at that time. And people were sweating. It was like 100 and, I don't know, uh, 15 degrees or something. It was a massive heat wave at, at that exact time. And so, I think it actually worked out in for the best because they had nice air conditioning in that church and it came off very well. They had a nice stage and everything. People can go to weaponized news and see that whole press conference. Uh, Dr. Peter McCullough was there. Uh, Dr. Oh, wow. uh, Artis was there. A couple other doctors. And then of course the lawyers, they were the main uh, speakers there explaining the situation, trying to spread the word. And that's why, that's why I'm doing the show with you today, William, to continue to spread the word, be aware that when you go into these hospitals, they will try to uh, put you on the COVID-19 protocol because they have the financial incentive to do that. And it's very, it's just very right. No liability. That's the whole thing. So the PrEP Act absolves them is my understanding. It's incredible. The other thing is they knew remdesivir was a dangerous drug before COVID in 2020. It was already kind of pushed back. It had killed like half the people who took it. So them putting that into the, protocol is very telling and i re there's a video of fauci in the white house cajoling uh Trump, i mean trump saying mr president i have a drug remdesivir and that was trump was actually trying doing the right thing promoting ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine but they put a stop to that and put this kill this kill protocol in place it's incredible and so you're saying there's 50 people the plaintiff group is at least 50 people died of these protocols in Fresno area alone. Is that correct? Uh, the actual plaintiffs, I think there's 14, but in 14. if you count up all the friends and family, yeah. Family, right. So there's 14 and, at this time. It may grow too. I mean, as a California case, but I suspect there's going to be other. Let me give that website right now from the lawyers. Let me find it in from this text. I should have had that pulled up, but it was on my phone. Okay. Instead of the computer. But I think it's like the first one. I think there's going to be a lot more. Once people realize what happened, the thing is, is that during kind of like the fog of war of the early COVID, people didn't know. They just thought their families died of the disease. They didn't understand they were being killed by these protocols. 
That's, that's what the they were told. And, and the families were incentivized financially because the federal government said that if you die of COVID, then we're going to pay for your funeral expenses as well, up to, I think, $13,000. And then I saw other reports oh. up to 33. I don't know the exact number, but it, it was it's in the tens of thousands of dollars that the federal government was going to pay for your funeral hey, expenses. Wow. And then so the family would not question if they died with COVID, of COVID, if, if right. it's even such a thing. Is the PCR test reliable, right? We didn't even talk about yeah. that. It's That's not. Yeah, it's can not. of worms, yeah. right, about the, this this PCR test. But, but so the families were incentivized as well to look the other way and take the money and shut up, basically. And so, right. but it's let me give this, um, here is the uh, website where people can go and these lawyers are overwhelmed with lawsuits now, but but maybe they can point you in the right direction. Hopefully more lawyers are going to see are going to be. Amp Let's see the ambulance chasing lawyers. Right. Where we have real yeah. cases now and jump on this stuff. Decla uh, DeclareTruth.us is the website. So everybody should go to DeclareTruth.us and you can hopefully uh, find some legal representation, get pointed in the right direction there. And uh, and we need to we need to stop these protocols and hold the people responsible accountable. I want them criminally held responsible. Not only financially, I, I want them criminally held responsible, William, because they knew what they were doing. This whole thing was premeditated from the start, and we need to we need to do this, or they're going to do this again. And it continues to this day. They are still using these protocols and they're discriminating in these hospitals against the unvaccinated. If you're unvaccinated, they are treating you like a second class, third class citizen. Um, and they're automatically uh, doing this uh, fear based, trauma based mind control program on you, telling you're going to die. And they want to put you on this remdesivir protocol. And so. Uh, the the COVID nineteen hospital protocols kill and so yeah there's the there's the website go there um, if you or your friends or family and you can uh, look for help there hopefully I know these uh these lawyers there they went and they did the rounds actually on the alternative media I think they were on Infowars they were on Highwire on the big alternative media shows. Um, I could probably get them on at some time, but I was like, you guys are so busy. I'm not even going to, uh, because I like met them at the dinner and everything like that. And, and I believe they really are good guys and they were, they're, uh, they were Christians and they told their wake up story. And this is like a big wake up call for them about how corrupt the system really is. And so it's a big wake up call for everybody. Honestly, I never trusted the system for a long time because um, I know you want to talk a little bit about my background before, but I get so fired up about this hospital protocol. So anyway, a little bit about my background, Sam Cheney from Fresno, California. I graduated Fresno State University with a degree in uh, business administration, option accounting, and a separate degree in economics. And so right out of high, uh, right out of college, I got a job working for a nonprofit here in Fresno called Fresno HCAP uh, Healthy Communities. Uh, partners, access partnership. And that was a program to get poor children health insurance. And so I didn't know, I like I had a healthy distrust of the government because I was into uh, some uh, reading some David Icke books and whatnot before this, but I didn't really realize the depth 
of uh, corruption until you actually get in there and start working in public health. And so I went to work for this nonprofit uh, halfway thinking, yeah, we're doing the right thing. We're going, we're trying to get poor kids health insurance. And little did I know that uh, I was tasked working for this nonprofit to uh, do their accounting work to produce financial statements and present them to their executive board. And at these executive board meetings were the uh, executives of hospitals because we worked together with hospitals. And this is back, I want to say, 2009, 10. And even back then, they were crying that we don't have the beds, that we're overwhelmed. There was no fake pandemic. There was no pandemic. There was nothing. It was just your general everyday uh, hospital traffic. And the executives were saying back then the exact same thing they've been saying this whole time. We're overwhelmed. The hospital's overflowing. Everything's going to collapse. And so I already knew the routine from way back then, meeting with these executives, presenting Whoa. them financial statements from my little nonprofit. And so that gave me a real insight to the attitude of the executives at these hospitals, meeting them, uh, going to meetings with them firsthand and listening to what they had to say. And so I already knew the routine of public health way before COVID ever happened. And so that's a little bit of a, a background and insight that that caused me to know that they're they're full of BS, man. They're right. full of BS. And then another thing <clears throat> should be self-evident for everyone to see now you had billions of dollars thrown at this COVID and yet no new hospitals were built. And so how can they're still crying? They're still crying. We're overwhelmed. Everything's collapsing due to flu, RSV. We had the the triple dimmick, twin dimmick, right? Flu, RSV, COVID. We're overwhelmed. Well, you guys got billions upon billions, unlimited funding, basically. Why did you not build any more new hospitals? Where did all that money go? You know what I mean? And so it should be self-evident now that we're dealing with corruption on a massive scale. And we need to follow the money and hold the perpetrators who stole all the money and killed all the people accountable. It's beyond ridiculous at this point. Totally agree. And they were very good at propaganda. There was a journalist on Twitter who like looked through these fake accounts and there were like fake doctors saying the hospitals are overwhelmed. Uh, COVID is deadly. They really got into people and they had legit doctors uh, also do the same thing. There's this guy, I forgot his name. It's like Feng Deagle or something on Twitter. He is just stoking up fear. The Chinese hospitals are full. People are dying from this, uh, this variant. And at a certain time, you just got to go. They're just obviously lying. Like they've lied from the get-go and they're pulling the stunt where the same thing they're doing with the protocols, blaming it on COVID. They're doing that with the vaccine injuries. Oh, it's COVID. So COVID is like a boogie, uh, a, uh, a boogeyman in the room for what they're really doing. It's really incredible. And they did the same thing with AZT and, and AIDS. They killed people with AZT and said, oh, he died of AIDS. So they're doing the same thing with COVID. Now, I talked to a very credible doctor. Reed Sheftall, who said that COVID was done in early 2021, that it already had gone through the whole system. There was total zero positivity. And these are like high, like McCullough, high level, high level academics say that everybody's already been exposed to it. So they're just milking this thing, like propagandizing lying. And like Fauci is on TV lying constantly. He was lying within the last week. I could prove him as a liar. He's a freaking, he's a propagandist and a monster. But, uh, these protocols are just so deadly. And that, I think that's really actually 
why this uh, the shots went well too or went out as well is because there was a financial incentive for people to give these shots to this day. So they don't care about things. If they're making 50 bucks a pop, you know, they can give out 10 shots a day and make 500 bucks. So, oh, and another thing, this lawsuit that you said, I was curious about this, but it said they've heard from people in each of the 50 states and they've had a thousand people reach out to them. So now they have five lawsuits pending in Texas, Kentucky, Arizona, Maryland, and Nevada. And I bet there'll be lawsuits in every state. And I think that uh, AGs in all these states should file suit class action suits against all of these corrupt hospitals for doing this protocol and do criminal suits actually to bring criminal trials to people who, who put these protocols together. And if it's Congress or if it's Fauci or Walensky or something, it's supposed the to executives the of these hospitals. I mean, the buck has to stop somewhere. They can't just always pass the buck and act like no one's responsible. The executives of these hospitals are the ones saying, uh, signing off on we're going to do this in my hospital so i would say the ceos and the board of directors of these hospitals are ultimately responsible at the individual ground level for the hospitals and it's it's a horrible william it's a horrible thing i would like to have good uh health care in america in this state of california where i live but honestly i i have no faith in the system at all at this point and i'm known for a long time too listening to alternative doctors and doctors telling the truth uh, actually, one of the first doctors that ever woke me up that I listened to about the vaccines was Dr. Russell Blaylock, a great uh, patriot doctor that's been blowing the whistle and yelling about this stuff for, what, 30, almost probably 40 years. Who knows? A long time. Right. So but I came across him and um, about the childhood vaccines, uh, which I'd like to get into. But uh, but I think that modern medicine is good at emergency care. Right. If you have a gunshot, a broken leg. Uh, you're bleeding out, then they can save your life. But as far as uh, treating a respiratory virus or whatever the hell COVID is, uh, they're not good at that. Treating the flu, they're not good at that. Treating these other chronic uh, diseases that many people have, they're not good at any of that because they put you on the drugs and they slowly kill you and they bankrupt you and take all your money. And that's what this Rockefeller medicine system is designed to do. And people need to wake up to that fact. People, the doctors, nurses, everybody involved in the system, wake up to that fact and lose your arrogance and uh, and take a hard look about what has gone on in these last three years. If this doesn't wake you up, then nothing will. And you're actually evil. At some point, we have to start calling these people evil eugenicists, genocidal maniacs. And, uh, yeah. and they need to be held to account. Uh, can we get into the childhood vaccines? Yeah, please go ahead. Please. I wanted to tell you a very underreported story here now. Um, well, California real quick. Okay, so we're in the state of California in the year 2023. They have mandated in 2016, they passed a bill called SB 277, which mandated all school children, public or private, must comply with the CDC vaccination schedule, which is up to 72 shots from uh, zero to 18 years old to attend school in this state. And then the next year they took away the medical exemption. So SB 277 took away our religious, philosophical, personal belief exemptions from vaccinations. The next year SB 276 took away the medical exemption. And so you have no way out if you want your child to attend any kind of structured um, institutional schooling in the state of California, that should have been a big wake up call for people. People are still asleep to that fact. And that was pushed through by the corrupt 
Senator out of Folsom, Dr. Richard Pan, signed into law by Gavin Newsom, or actually Jerry Brown at that time. And Gavin Newsom has uh, has kept it going here now, pushing the COVID. And so that's the next big question. Are people going to give their children the COVID-19 vaccination to attend school in California? That's been uh, floated around, and Newsom has... Uh, then the legislature, they floated it out there, they pulled it back, and now we just don't know. I think they will go ahead and go forward with it because they're tyrannical maniacs as well. But I wanted to talk about this uh, study that came out, very underreported study from um, the website. It's, it's Dr. Paul Thomas, and he actually lost his medical license. And I think he got it back under the st stipulation that he can't talk about uh, his vaccine protocols, but he put out a study about three years ago, I think this was actually before COVID hit, um, proving that vaccinated children are less healthy than unvaccinated children. And his website's doctorsandscience.com. Everybody could go there and find this uh, this study. Very underreported, even, the, even in the alternative media where you would think it would be reported a lot, but it's very underreported. And so anyway, in this, he does a scientific study. I think it's over like 15 years of his patients. And uh, I could put the exact link so you could pull up the uh, charts here. Let me put that because it's kind of his, his website's kind of hard to navigate. There's the exact link. So you, Is that it right there? Is it, is it one of these things? It's there you go right there. Yeah. There you go right there. So there's his, uh, his PowerPoint presentation of his graphs showing you the data about these different chronic childhood diseases, asthma, allergic, uh, allergic reactions, all this different stuff, breathing issues, behavioral issues. And he shows through the collection of his uh, of data in his study that he put on that, uh, that yes, indeed, I'm sorry, all you vax, vaccine fanatics, that unvaccinated children are indeed more healthy than vaccinated children. And so he lost his medical license for putting out this study. They have to. They go after everybody. The AMA goes after everybody. There's another guy like Blaylock. I can't remember his name, but he came out against the MMR and they destroyed, they tried to destroy that guy. That was, remember. they did destroy him. That was, um, what the heck is his name? The English doctor. Yeah, um, I remember his face. Constant demonization, constant, and they took his medical license. And all this, and turns out, um, yeah, actually, he was right. And I'm He's sorry right. again, people, but vaccines do cause autism. I have a, yeah, I have a, I have a, I did an interview with a with a a father of a vaccine injured child who has autism, and and he told his story. And but but here's another link. Let me give you this one for for our audience here, so people can pull this one up. Um, I can get the link to work. No, maybe not. It's on Scrib. Let's see. I have the link here. Um, Do you want to put it into the show notes? Or? Yeah, yeah. I'll give it to you right now. Um, 160 research papers supporting the vaccine autism link. Because I saw that narrative going around too here that, oh, vaccines don't. This is all autism. before COVID, right? So this oh, is all before like they're COVID. Fighting, yeah. They're fighting the battle before that, yeah. 
And so that's you a, know great, the, a, great, a great reference point for anyone that wants to argue that it's not the vaccines. And I, and I do believe it's environmental and it's, it's probably the food, the air and the water and the vaccines. But I would say the primary uh, component of this autism going off the charts that we see, there's different estimates like one in 70 all the way down to like one in 30 uh, coming out, but so it's that is a real epidemic here in the in America's youth is the autism and and I think a major component causing that is these vaccinations. There's a correlation between the increase in the vaccine schedule and the increase in autism. It's a direct correlation. You, I mean, whether it's causing it, they're both going up. So um, it's incredible. And some of the things on the vaccine schedule are incredible. Like you should, why are you giving somebody a hep C shot that can only be spread through sexual activity? Like it's totally unnecessary. You have to give that somebody older. So, and they've done tests where they haven't, it's probably all grotesque freak show tests, just like the stuff that happened with the MNRA shot or some of these tests are garbage and uh, they haven't tested some of the vaccines at the same time. So they haven't done the test. What happens when you give somebody 10 freaking vaccines at the same time? So there might be individual tests. So the whole thing is suspect. And William, okay, so we got the 1986 uh, act that uh, gave the vaccine makers liability protection. And so if your child or you are injured by these vaccines, I think it's for the childhood schedule, actually, though. If your child's injured, then you can go to this kangaroo court. You can just search. Anybody could search on the Internet secret court. It comes right up. I forget the exact name, but you got to jump through a bunch of hoops and you can get compensated. But who the hell wants their kid uh, brain damaged by these vaccines for money? I sure in the hell don't. No money would be worth that. But there is uh, some type of remedy, but it's very hard to get. And it's a kangaroo court. And so anyway, my point in saying that is the 86 Act. Uh, Congress was promised that there would be a yearly safety review of the vaccine program and the safety of these vaccinations. And that has never been done by the vaccine makers wow. because they scared right. the hell out of Congress. They said, um, because a bunch of people were complaining, our kids are getting injured by these vaccines. And so they said, the vaccine makers went to Congress and they said, okay, uh, we're going to promise that these are safe and effective and we're going to give you guys a yearly review. Well, Turns out that has never been done. And so we don't have any long-term safety review from the makers, from the medical industry, because they welched on the deal. And yet that that uh, liability protection is still in place. And so to me, that's key. The vaccine makers have no incentive to improve their products. If you believe that these vaccines save the world, how they sell it to us, and we're all going to die if we don't have all these 72, or our kids are going to die and make gra granny sick and make her die. And the whole, uh, the whole propaganda that they sell, so even if you believe that, they still have not provided any long-term safety data proving that. And so they're, they've welched on the deal and they need to be held uh, liable for uh, all the injuries, deaths and injuries that they've yeah, oh. the Sudden infant death syndrome. Like they've denied that. They've denied correlations to autism. They've like they've denied uh, the ruining of people's or children's immune system. It's a criminal class. These uh, vaccine makers are monsters. And the same thing happened with this MNRA. There were triggers that they were supposed to stop the impl uh, implementation of this shot due to higher uh, deaths than average. They ignored those.
They broke the law. There's tons of fraud involved in these cases in the current MNRA. So it's, it's just a continuation of the decades-long acts of greed and intentional. I mean, I think at a certain point you have to say it's either it's not negligent. I think it's intentional injury and homicide. Like these it's are criminal the population yeah. program. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the and that's, that, yeah, just and that's the downside of this current rollout is, and this probably has been going on for years, but there's going to be a decline in kids. Some of the, this, there's going to be a dip. There's going to be something in eight years where there's class, these classes, first and second grade classes are half full because of what happened right now. Let because me give you, William, let me give you the reporting on that. More, it's just, it's never ending, it's an avalanche, but real quick, the vaccine makers have no incentive to provide a safe product because they have no liability. I mean, anybody should be able to understand that, right? It's right. pretty cut and dry to me. And you don't even have to go there and say they're eugenist depopulationists, but I will go there because through my research, that's their ideology and that's what these people believe. Okay, but to the... Uh, to the decline in the population of children in the United States. I've interviewed nurses now and that made the rounds. And the nurse I interviewed from uh, Fresno is actually a very brave woman who blew the whistle about an inter internal email where they were talking about seeing like a 20 fold increase in, in um, fetus fetal demises now. Right. And so she got this internal email and then went public with it. And she's been all over the alternative media uh, her name is Michelle, by the way. I don't think she's uh, anonymous. She, her face is all over the place. But uh, she's actually in that movie, uh, Died Suddenly. And so I want to give her credit, much uh, much respect and uh, and credit to her for blowing the whistle about this stuff. Because she's, she's a nurse working in the, um, in the baby unit over there at the hospital. And they got this internal email. And they're saying, wow, there's a lot of baby demises going on here, like a like she said, like she would see two in a month and now it's up to 20, like a massive exponential growth in baby demises in vaccinated mothers. And but they continue to push the vaccine on the mothers. And so we're seeing these uh, they call them the technical term in the hospitals is baby demises. And so massive increase in baby demises. Nurses are warning about it. I did a report uh, with her blowing the whistle with a with Dr. Uh, Thorpe. He's a OBGYN doctor out of Florida. He's seeing it as well, and he's blowing the whistle. And so it's definitely happening. And, and we have the firsthand testimony of people working in the field, doctors and nurses, saying this is happening to vaccinated mothers. They are uh, having these miscarriages and uh and their if they're not are... outright sterile, I saw a video of Blaylock saying, wait till these women find out they can never have a baby. So there may be one stillbirth, but there may be permanent stillbirths. People don't even know. Wait till those women realize they cannot have babies. Wait till the fathers or husbands realize they are never going to have children. Their <laughs> bloodline's gone. Wait till this happens. It's a rolling thunder. It's going to be a slow thunder into a howl. People are going to go berserk in my opinion we've, we've been reporting that the uh, spike protein is targeting these the it's targeting the uh, in, in men too it's targeting the testes okay so it's in, a bioweapon it targets in male, everything in males yeah. it's a depopulation bioweapon in males yeah, it's targeting it's the testes and women it's it's targeting the ovaries and so man it's just it's it's overwhelming the the evil that they've evil. unleashed upon us yeah.
here totally now evil. on just people who want to live their day to day lives, you know, just trying to get by. So the people who are running this, the, all the elites are are complicit. All the pop, all the politicians who haven't said anything yet, all the people in the legal field who haven't done anything. That goes to the DOJ, the FBI. I mean, we have the head of the FBI's in freaking Davos right now. Like, what's going on with that? We have a crisis here. This is a massive crisis. It's a catastrophe. And you're off in, in Switzerland skiing and having whatever high-end prostitutes. I don't know what he's doing, but it's no, disgusting. And, and Every American question, should be outraged, yeah. Why the hell is a head of our federal investigative unit at some uh, world government meeting? It's just ridiculous. That What uh, what interest of the United States is there? What law enforcement interest? I can't see any, actually. They're in Switzerland. Yeah, you need to. We're we're a nation in crisis here. The border's wide open. Uh, you got all this corruption. All you got to do is barely turn over a rock, and there's some corrupt something going yeah. on. And but yeah, you want to be over there in Switzerland, living it up, the high life with these uh, global elitists. It's it's absurd. It's a slap in the face of the American people. It really is. It really is. And also, some of these other people are over there. Samantha Power, whose husband is Cass Sunstein, who wrote kind of documents on how to get over vaccine hesitant or kill shot hesitancy like these guys they brought out the big weapons to get people the shot into everybody so there's all just all these people are over there just engaged in uh i don't know judas goading the american i don't know what it is but the wef is uh, i would say it's a terrorist organization they're trying to infiltrate our governments and put in policies against our interests so well, I, I, I call it a global crime syndicate, and that's yeah, uh, that's and then people say, well, those are just the puppets, and that may be true. The front men, the public face of the social engineer, dark occultist controllers, but hey, you go look, I mean, uh, at the board of trustees, and you got like Larry Fink from BlackRock, you got powerful people there, and maybe those are just the public fronts of these crime syndicates, but I mean, uh, we need to hold, hold them accountable. Because they're out there doing the dirty work in public, right, for the whole world to see and and uh, and point out the fact that maybe they are puppets, maybe they are the controllers, who knows. But uh, we know that they're committing crimes against humanity. That's what we do know for sure. Yeah, crimes against humanity for sure. This is the worst thing to happen since to humanity since World War II. So there's got to be huge arrests. There's got to be huge legal things. And the current people who are in control are not capable of this at the top. They're, they're going to just fight over peanuts while these amazing, incredible catastrophes taking place, like rearranging deck chairs, like all the, it's that's why it has to come from the States, the state AGs um, to bring these criminal acts because it's not, I mean, the DOJ is totally corrupt. So is the FBI Congress. We have a puppet president too. I mean, this, these two, those two people running are idiots. I didn't know Kamala Harris was such an idiot. I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that, but they kept her from the public eye. They must have just given her canned speeches. But when she talks by herself, I mean, it's I, I was like, whoa, I, you had somebody who was the AG of the state of California that dumb. I'm really I'm, really, I'm not I'm not exaggerating. I'm not trying to be mean. I just I just was shocked that she's so vapid. I really am. So. We're in trouble. We're in deep trouble. It, it's like it's shocking, William, that the yeah these people are just so disconnected from reality, and and they're in high positions of power. It's treason what they're committing here now against the American people. 
uh, are all federal governments compromised? Like you say, the DOJ, the uh, the executive branch, they're all underneath the executive branch. And so Congress, where the hell is Congress and all this? They're the, they're the ones uh, funding. They control the funding. And so where the hell is Congress? And then where the hell is the Supreme Court as well? I guess the Supreme Court right. will have to adjudicate cases once they finally get there. But I mean... They could at least say, hey, uh, you know, this corruption is going to collapse the whole damn country. Something. Give us something, man. But uh, definitely the executive and the and the uh, Congress are just gone at this point. You got like a couple couple congressmen here and there. I think Massey speaks out a little bit. Yeah. And then you got yeah. like Rand Paul speaks out a little bit. But Johnson, but, there's a few. Johnson, there's maybe a, a handful. handful. Yeah. But it, it seems like it's always been that way. There's always a, like a little handful against like the Vietnam War or whatever. You know what I mean? Against against all the corruption, but they can't move the needle. And uh, it's just, man, we're in a bad spot here. But uh, back to Kamala Harris, uh, what what what? See, I, I didn't pay much attention to her as a AG of California, but she's so wicked and evil. She, it probably wasn't even her, but she was the head, so she has to take responsibility. I remember when this guy's Center for Medical Research exposed the fact that Planned Parenthood was selling aborted baby parts. He exposed that. And what does uh, Kamala Harris do at the time when she was attorney general of the state of California? She goes and raids that reporter and doesn't raid Planned Parenthood and shut them down. He has them on video laughing about they're buying Lamborghinis with the profits of dead babies. And so she doesn't go raid them and the executives making those decisions. No, she goes and raids the exec, the uh, the investigative uh, journalist that exposed it, and so that right there was enough for me to know that this is an evil, wicked woman that should be nowhere near the levers of power. But yet now she's a uh, vice president of the United States and one heartbeat away from becoming president. For crying out loud! My, real quick, my theory here. Okay, why are they bringing out the Biden classified documents? Supposedly his own people brought all this out because they had a crisis of consciousness. Right. No, they're trying to get rid of Biden, obviously, right now, put in Kamala. And then she appoints Gavin Newsom, dare I say, as vice president. And then they find some kind of way to get rid of her. And then by default, Gavin Newsom president. I don't know. It doesn't seem very far fetched to me that this could happen. It is interesting. You're right, though. This is they're signaling they're trying to get rid of Biden in my mind. They're trying to get rid. I mean, he's a criminal, too. I can prove he's a criminal. Well, why would his own people all of a sudden say, uh, we have, we found these classified documents cleaning his closet, you know what I mean? Cleaning his garage. Why They 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 cover this stuff up on a routine basis. All of his crimes, his whole family's crimes, Hunter, Hunter's crimes. And so they know that, uh, you know, he's untouchable, but apparently not now. And then you got the mainstream corporate corrupt media reporting on it. So to me, that's like, uh, that's a signal they're trying to get rid of this guy and Kamala's next in line. And then, but and we don't really have that much uh, hardcore dirt as not, not as much as Biden on her anyway, at the moment, I'm sure if we dig a little bit into it, we could, we could definitely find a Didn't bunch Didn't she of make like marijuana uh, convicts work for nothing in the prison system or something like that she put a lot of black men in california in prison for marijuana related crimes and then laughed about and then lied about that she smoked marijuana listening to tupac in college on some big uh some big black radio show 
uh, what is it? Uh, I forget the guy's name. The Breakfast Club, I think it is. Trying to be hip and trendy and cool with the blacks. And it's just stupid because uh, people said Tupac was uh, not even out when you were in college. So how could you right. be smoking weed, listening right. to Tupac? Just, they just tell stupid lies. And it's, yeah, it's like yeah. the whole Hillary Clinton with a hot sauce in her purse. like just be, And they change their accent when they're talking to Southern audiences or ethnic yeah. audiences. It's just these people are just fake, stupid. They're actors, basically, <sighs> and not even good actors. And it's just it's embarrassing for this country. Uh, yes, yeah. affairs, but I agree with you, William. The 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 solution is at the local level, the state level. Uh, we're seeing some movement. How the uh, I think it was the Missouri um, Attorney General actually got deposed Fauci, got him to deny and and fail to recall a bunch of stuff. And so we and and it looks like we're uh, I think his name's Schmidt. And so yeah. there are it looks like some attorney generals and. Uh, and and uh, and medical heads out of Florida. You're seeing the guy. I forget his name. Um, Ladopo, Ladopo, the Surgeon General out of Florida. Yeah. He's questioning a lot of this. Has brought out a lot of truth about about the vaccines, about the COVID protocols, all this stuff about the the state's response. Uh, we need more people at the state levels in positions of power. The Attorney General, especially, that has the power to bring lawsuits. And then we saw. DeSantis say he's going to investigate uh, investigate the COVID. I, I don't really trust any of them, but uh, but we got to give them credit when they do come out and, and and move us move us in a positive direction. And I think that is where the power lies against this insanely corrupt federal government, man. Totally corrupt. I think at the foundation of this government, it was supposed to be the United States, but not that tough of a federal government. I mean, you can go through the Federalist Papers, but I don't think they would ever envision this kind of federation with that much power aggregated at the top. With all the, and Literally, Fauci was probably more powerful at one point making decisions than Trump. I mean, literally, that's how dangerous that is. So you have these huge administrative bodies like the DOJ, uh, CDC, NIH, CIA, um, that don't have enough oversight from the executive and kind of can make decisions and slow roll things and have a great influence upon people that probably shouldn't have. So I'm totally a believer in kind of a devolution of power back to the states. They should have independent departments of education, much more uh, local localized policing than, than having these federal agencies that uh, the FBI to me is totally corrupt. I mean, these, the people who are, I don't know what happened January 6th, but those people in that jail are not getting their constitutional rights. And that's right in front of the face of people in the DOJ and Biden, supposedly a lawyer. And uh, I think Ray went to Yale Law School. This is a constitution. You're letting people like suffer and die and commit suicide in this jail for two years. You're entitled to a speedy trial. And you know that this is like an eighth grader knows that. So we're in a real tough spot. You're right. We're in a tight spot. So. Total in our face, uh, you know, the violation of their due process. And like you say, they're all lawyers. They know that. I mean, it's basic stuff. So eighth grader basic. knows it. So yeah. they obviously know it. Yeah, it's corruption. Man. Sam, it's great to talk with you. You're super informed. You know, you know so much about a lot of this stuff. Like you're finishing my sentences or just saying what's exactly <laughs> in my mind. Um, but we are at the 60-minute mark. Is there anything you'd like to add? Anything I missed? How do you want to wrap it up? Do you want to promote your website? You can see it if you're watching this on Rockfin. 
It is weaponizednews.com. What would you like to add? I would just tell everybody, honestly, the children are the future and and take a hard look at these vaccines before you give your children these injections. I'm not a doctor, but I've done plenty of research and I suggest that everyone do your own research. I beg you before you give your children these vaccines. Totally agree with that. And where's the best place for people to reach you? Is it through your website? Yes, weaponizednews.com. Uh, email me, uh, Sam, at weaponizednews.com and uh, get in touch. And if you got any stories that you need reporting, need more, need a spotlight on, let me know. And uh, we'll do the best we can to spread the word. And, and, by the, and also, I want to reiterate the hospital protocols. Be aware that, uh, that this is still going on. It has not stopped. So if you or your family members go to the hospital with COVID or happen to be there and test positive for COVID, be aware that you may be a victim to these protocols all the way to death. They have the financial incentive to do so. And so be aware that this is still going on and needs to stop now. I totally agree. Stop the shots, stop the protocols, pause everything. I totally agree with that. And you have tons of uh, research and links on your website. So I suggest people go check it out and look at all the uh, let me plug, let me plug one more for to leave on a positive note uh, because we talked about a lot of dark uh, negative things. Let's leave on a positive note. There is let me put this uh, link in there for you for victims okay. now because I, I'm I'm trying to be an advocate here for people um, and help them to uh, to not just be doom and gloom and the government's trying to kill everybody even though they are. I want you to be aware of that. But uh, but there's this uh, COVID nineteen. Humanity Betrayal Memory Project. And so if your family member or friend was killed by these protocols or by COVID, it may be, I don't deny that some people died of COVID now, okay? But I think the la larger majority were killed due to uh, medical malpractice, intentional medical malpractice. And so here's another place you can reach out to, uh, to tell your story uh, through this website, COVID-19 Humanity Betrayal Memory Project. And so I'm, I'm trying to advocate and, and spread the, it's, I know it's a horrible, bad thing, and we all need to mourn and go through the steps of that, but we cannot live in denial. We need to face reality that this did happen and it's continuing to happen. And so I hope we provided a few tools, legal and otherwise, to uh, get your story out there, spread awareness, and uh, get this to stop and reform the system because honestly, we don't have much choice. We can't, if everything collapses, then what the hell are we going to do? So we have to demand reform in the system for when we actually need good health care. Amen. Amen to that. Great show. Outstanding uh, information. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Again, it's Sam Cheney. Last name is spelled C H A N E Y. Website is weaponizednews.com. We talked about the death protocols in American healthcare. So thanks so much. I will put links to every all the websites he mentioned in the show notes, so you can just click right through. Thanks so much for your time, Sam. Thank you, William. All right, cool.